Welcome back to For the Love of Chad with Allison and Sarah. Hello. So we are coming up on the one year, or maybe we already hit it, for COVID in the United States. Literally so wild. Like the first stay-at-home orders, the first quarantine orders were like a year ago. I think like this week or the previous week, like right around here. I have been confined to my parents' home for like (laughs) ages. I'm still paying my mortgage, everything. And I have barely stayed at my place for the last year, just trying to be around somebody at this point. Yeah. I mean, I completely understand that. I was the opposite. I was living in Boston, literally alone. No, no family, nothing. Yeah, that's rough. (laughs) And I was like, dying can't see your friends you can't do anything and I just distinctly remember like all of us sitting around being like oh in two weeks when this is over oh my god well (laughs) here we are a year later I was furloughed I took up so many hobbies and now I'm just thinking about like the March babies how they're now celebrating their second birthday in quarantine I can't imagine No. And I feel like this year for the new year, I was like, is it a new year or are just the years for all of time going to be based on when quarantine started? Like, I feel like this week is the new year. January was not the new year. Nothing has changed. It did not count. (laughs) No, I don't think so. The fact that I wasn't able to actually live my life to the fullest degree, I, I don't think that I should be aging within that year. Oh, no. I think we should just all get to skip. The fact that I've acquired about 10 new white hairs on my head in the time that I have not even been able to enjoy life, I'm like, no, I only can get to age only if I'm going hard in the paint. That's the only time (laughs) I am able to see the wrinkles. I am able to see the white Uh hairs. Yeah, the Botox is in full force. I'm like, we got to we got to make this look like (laughs) we skipped a year. (laughs) It's the only way. Yeah, I know we like to keep it lighthearted on here and not really talk about serious things and only talk about how horrible the dating life is and the potential of dying alone. But today, (laughs) we're going to talk about what we've been up to in quarantine, how that life's going, how it's affected our dating life. And Sarah, you saw an article, right, that you wanted to go over? Yeah. So I was thinking about all the things that I started doing in quarantine that I would never thought in a million years I'd be doing. And I was like, there's so many trends that I feel like still came about in quarantine. So um, I've made a list and Allison and I are going to go over them. And I'm very curious to see how many she's done because I very embarrassingly have pretty much done everything, (laughs) every single thing on this list. I've done a plethora of things, but it might be a little too unique for the list. I don't know. I haven't seen it. (laughs) All right. Um, Number one was to make whipped coffee. I don't drink coffee. Are you serious? You didn't know this about me? Like at all? No. I went on a farm in Maui where they made their own coffee beans. And so I had like a sip there. And then I tried (laughs) lattes. Absolutely specific example. Yeah, that was like the only time I'm like, if you're going to finally give in and try coffee, it's going to be on a farm where they're making their own beans, you know? I couldn't go in the valley in Maui. Oh my God. And not try the coffee. 
but also I've tried lattes. I didn't know that latte meant milk in Italian. I took Spanish, mm. so I don't know. Maybe if it was a, called a leche, I would have been aware. But <laughs> I was getting so sick. I tried a latte like three times. I would get so sick. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge latte fan because I do think it's way too much milk. But like, how do you wake up in the morning? Do you um, just like wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed? Yeah. Oh, my God. And sometimes I'll wake up at like 5 in the morning. But, you know, I'll I'm like – sorry? Sit, yeah. But I'll sit in bed sometimes unless it's the weekend. Then I am up and at them at like 5 a.m. But if it's during I'm the week – shook by this information. If it's during the week, I'm up, but I'm not actually – up like I won't get out of bed until I'll be up at five and then I'll get out of bed like five to nine when I have to start work I am absolutely the worst version of myself without coffee yeah my coffee habit in quarantine got so bad that I sold my Keurig because it only made a single cup at a time and that was not enough and I had to go buy an old-fashioned coffee pot so that I could consume the whole pot oh my gosh and you don't drink it at all the amount of money that I would save if I did not yeah uh that is is why I'm able to live the lavish life I do Because I'm not a coffee drinker. Well, there's some CEO somewhere that says like his number one money-saving tip is to not purchase coffee, that to always make it yourself. I'm like, well, if you have a million dollars, I think you can buy a coffee. Yeah. (laughs) No, my, my big investment in life, my big cost in life is cookies and feeding that addiction. I couldn't imagine adding another addiction to the list, truly. Wow. I, I'm sure I'm shocked by this. I can't believe we're just learning this now. All right. So no whipped coffee for you. No. Um, made banana bread. No. You did not make one loaf of banana bread in quarantine. No. Everyone and their mother made banana bread. It was on everyone's Instagram story every, every day. Did you make anything? Yes. I learned how to make gnocchi from scratch. Oh, that's a good hobby. And I was like supreme at it. Everybody loved the gnocchi, but it would take me hours. So that was easier when I was on furlough. I tried to do that when I started Mm -hmm. working again. I'm like, you guys can't have the five-star Michelin or three-star Michelin restaurant from me anymore. You guys are going to get some boiled noodles. (laughs) That's it. But yeah, gnocchi was good. Oh my God. Well, I made many, many loaves with chocolate chips, without chocolate chips, with substitutes. I can't even tell you how many versions of banana bread I made. Yeah. Along with everyone else. You're in the minority here. Um, Did a puzzle. Yeah, I did about a thousand puzzles. All right. Finally, one that Allison has partaken. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Watch Tiger King. No. What the fuck is wrong with you? I heard that was like so twisted. I don't like watching the reality shows. I like watching reality show competitions. You feel me? I mean, literally everyone watched it. Like, do you not understand like any of the memes for the past year? It was wild. It was absolutely necessary viewing. I heard it was so disturbing. I'm like, I'm disturbed enough. I'm disturbed enough. I don't think I can take any more disturbances. So like every Carol Baskin reference for the past year, you have not understood it. Um, I did Carol Baskin kill her husband. I know that that's a big debate. (laughs) 
if you watch the show, you would have your own thoughts. I'm going to say yes. You know what? (laughs) I have no reference. I'm just throwing this Carol lady (laughs) under the bus. I'm sorry. She deserves it. Okay, so I picked the right side. Yeah. Unlike the Gaston, how I was fighting for Gaston, that's yeah, that no. was not the public opinion. <laughs> I was the only person who was Team Gaston. I think we've just learned that the public always sides with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a maverick, man. I go against the crowd. Oh my god. I make my own waves. Yes. Did you purchase any tie-dye? Or did you make any tie-dye? I made a tie-tie. Uh, <laughs> I made. A t- <laughs> I'm sorry. I, what? I made a tie dye and it was crap. So I just tried one shirt and it was so crappy. And then I had other products that I bought to tie dye, and now I just have white sweatpants. <laughs> the last project was so bad. Oh my god! I bought a lot of tie dye. I bought full tie dye sets. I just bought sweatshirts. I bought t-shirts. I think I bought tie-dye koozies. I I can't get enough. I thought about buying like a tie-dye sweatsuit. You know, I was I'm really excited about the loungewear being really popular because Ugh, that's the best. That's always what I would ever wear. So now that it's like a popular opinion, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. But me doing a tie-dye sweatsuit, I was for it, but then I'm like, would I like this in a year? I don't know. I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to go with I'm going to wear my collection for all of time. Yeah. Whether or not it's socially acceptable. Okay, there you go. Have you attended any sort of party via Zoom? Yeah, so many. But you know what's sad is like... I'm not here for these. I recently had some uh, Zoom baby showers, which it's like... That's, I feel like that's necessary. We need to celebrate the mom-to-be. It's just so unfortunate that we can't do it in person. But like the work happy hours, no, 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 no. I have no interest. I I don't want to be on a work happy Zoom hour with you. I'm not even getting free alcohol from this. And I've seen you people enough. Uh, I don't want to do any of them. I don't, I don't, the Zoom birthday parties, the Zoom showers, the Zoom batch. I want none of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I totally understand that it's really unfortunate that you're missing all of these events. And like, I'm very sorry for that. Everyone everywhere. But like, ah, I don't know. I'm not into it. We're all missing things. Well, I mean, this was your first child, though. I haven't had Zoom birthday parties or anything like that. I have had baby showers, but the baby showers are like 30 to 40 minutes. Very like prompt because they know that this is like an awkward setting. So I, the ones I've been to are very short. Yeah. And they are, they're all awkward. You're putting the most random group of people together on the computer with like this very strange itinerary of like, let's all play a game together, but separately, but like, (laughs) who's going to talk? And then everyone tries to talk over. I hate it. I hate it. I don't ever want to do it again. I have not had that experience where it's like awkward. It's usually pretty seamless and very short and prompt. Yeah, no, I don't I don't ever want to do them again. Um, have you gone live on Instagram? No. No, no, no. I haven't either. I don't know that I ever, ever could or would. I think I'd have to be very intoxicated. I almost went on live on TikTok just to see what it was. 
Well, the next one is downloaded TikTok. We all know that Allison has downloaded I TikTok. I it would never happen. I was like, this is so weird. Everyone's like, you would so be on TikTok and doing all the dances. I'm like, no, never. And now I'm on TikTok looking for a man. <laughs> the follow-up to that is learn to TikTok dance. I haven't done that. I do not have TikTok. I have I have stayed away from the downloading of the TikTok. I have, however, learned one of the dances. One of the foot okay. tapping, turning around. A friend of mine and I were trying to do it at work at three in the morning. So I have to admit that <laughs> we attempted a dance. But that's so it. That's the, the only one. experiences. I've downloaded it and participated. Yes. And you have learned the dances. Yes. Um, have you watched a live stream concert? No, I don't even like going to concerts in general. <laughs> I Every time we do this, more things come up that I'm like, how are we friends? Do like we actually Here's- not know anything about each other? I, I thought we were close. You know what? I'm pretty sure I've said these things a thousand times to you and you just never retain. <laughs> oh my God, concerts are great. Here's the thing. Country concerts, I'm sure, are fun. You know, They're all fun. Outdoor concerts, that's cool. Lollapalooza, though, like, that is so I mean, that's so wild. It's that's so sweaty. Everybody's like sardines. Yeah. I've been to other ones where you're like, you're so far away. And it's like, I would have a better view. I'd have a better concert experience looking this up on YouTube. I can't even see the person's face. Oh, my God. Unless I'm in the sixth row or closer. Then I'm like, what the heck? Unless it's an outdoor concert and you're just like drinking a beer or a you white cloth. wild. I watched Luke Combs live stream many, many times. <laughs> I must admit, but that's it. I love him. Um, did you watch Love is Blind? Yes. Did I apply for it? Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. Did they ever even do the Chicago season? They were all about Chicago and everybody kept hitting me up like, Allison, go look at this. So then I applied and I'm like, surely I would get contacted because who in their right mind would willingly apply for this? They probably have like no one to actually choose from. And then no, I wasn't even reached out to. But do you know if they even like carried on filming it or anything? No, so then I started seeing... I started seeing things pop up again, but it's like, oh, Atlanta or like other locations. So mm. I don't know. Would I have probably How been rude. the best candidate for that? Probably not. Was I like? Oh, I disagree. No, but do I? I think, think you would have I... been stupendous at it. But I don't, I would not, I don't think I would have married somebody or I got engaged to somebody I did not even see. Yeah, but like, did you not watch the first season? Like, none of them actually got married, so you would be fine at it. Yeah, but the idea, I, I feel like an engagement special. I wouldn't want to have my engagement for show to some guy that I never met and probably wouldn't work out with. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't think really any of them were successful so it's fine there's two couples from it that were successful oh yeah barnett barnett and amber and oh the engineer lauren what was yes her name was lauren and his his name was something with a c it's probably chad (laughs) chad No, but that aired a year and a half after it was actually filmed. So they've been married for quite some time now. I just hated Damien so much on that show. Oh my gosh. 
he was my number one like hated man on there if anybody doesn't know love is blind is a reality tv show on netflix where you have conversations with men multiple men between like a brick wall so you can't see them and then you just narrow it down and whoever you like you propose to and then you get married to them at the end of the series but this damien guy was a treat because when he proposed this is like the worst proposal ever do not do this men do not do this (laughs) he put a bow around his wrist and he had a box in his hand and he said Giannina I'd love to marry you but I've got a box in my hand it's empty but I've got a bow on my wrist because I am the gift terrible cringe terrible he is a chad he is an absolute douche he was so rude the whole time i hated him wait are you thinking mark or no damien i hated him he was the worst um lauren's husband's name is cameron okay i got the c right there right it's not chad no damien was terrible and then they would like yell each other no not good well she was a treat too his uh fiance yeah I just love that Nick Lachey oh. and Vanessa, what's her name? Mm. Milano, Vanessa Milano? No. I don't know. Again, seems on par that I don't know the names. Well, anyways, Nick Lachey and his wife, Vanessa, were the hosts and they were not even on it. But yeah, Nick Lachey as the host was a power move for sure. Yeah, but he wasn't even hosting it. What do you mean? He was on the first episode and then he was on the reunion. He did not show up anywhere in between that series. Really? I thought he... Uh... I don't know. When they were all like living together in the compound or whatever, they would like show up. Okay, that was only like part of the season. I don't know. We could have done without any host there. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. All right. Um, Did you use the app House Party? Yes. I prefer House Party over Zoom, honestly, for social events. There's games on there. Yeah. I only used that a few times, though, because it seemed to not be the popular thing. And then I don't really go on these calls that much, so. Yeah, it's fun to a point, and then you're like, "Mm, I've had enough. (laughs) Yeah, House Party is a video chat, similar to Zoom, but there's games on there and, like, different things. But once you start playing the games, they start to get repetitive. So it's like, how many Mm -hmm. sketches of a banana can I do before, like, we get bored of this? Um, Did you cut your own bangs or hair? Kind of. You either did or you didn't. Well, I had my sister do it. (laughs) Oh, okay. I had a terrible haircut and it looked like I went through a weed whacker, but I felt so bad (laughs) telling, I felt so bad telling the woman to like correct it after she spent this whole time saying how like all of her customers aren't coming in anymore and it's been hard with the pandemic. So I didn't want to go back to her and say, you did crappy, like look at my hair and also- it was so badly done that even if I asked her to correct it, like I did not trust it at all. Everything was uneven. There were chunks everywhere. So I had my sister try to fix it. It's still, I mean, she made it better. She never cut hair before in her life. I, we just went in the backyard. People were walking by on the sidewalk because it was nice out. And like all of a sudden my cousins walk by and they're like, is that Allison? I'm like literally hair soaking wet. My sister's cutting it. We look like a bunch of hillbillies. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I, 
I have strict rules. I do not touch my own hair. I would not cut my own hair. <laughs> I did not do any of that. My salon shut down and didn't say anything. So I tried to find somebody new and it didn't work out. Still looking for a better option. Yeah. It's a risky, risky game trying a new hair person. Yeah. It took me 28 years to find somebody I liked and then she left me. That's the worst. Yeah. I mean, I loved the girl so much that did my hair growing up my whole life that when I was living in Boston, I would like still only get my hair done at home Wow. <laughs> when she could see me. <laughs> Dedication. She's the best. Um, Did you listen to Taylor Swift's Folklore album on repeat? No. I didn't do that one either. I hate Taylor Swift. That's probably the most unpopular thing I could say on this podcast. (laughs) I do not like her at all. I think she's obnoxious. I like her. I like her like more of bops. These were like kind of a little slower. So I listened to like a couple of them, but I haven't really been enjoying her music like that intensely. Yeah, not a fan. And I like her 1989 one. album. I don't I don't even know which was which. I liked the first album, the OG Teardrops on My Guitar, Picture to Burn, and then she ruined it. Gotcha. What's on the what's next? So last one. Did you complete an at-home workout? Yeah, on the regular. Yeah. I mean, I drunk bought a Peloton, so. <laughs> you committed. That was a big quarantine move. Yeah, I committed to the at-home working out situation. <laughs> Three grand <Yeah>. later. <laughs> Oopsies. At least I financed it. Yeah, smart. Smart girl. <laughs> In my drunken state, I clicked the box. Finance. Hey, that was more productive than when I was in college and I drunkenly signed up for pole dancing class. And then all of a sudden, like on Monday afternoon, I get a call from the pole dancing instructor and she's like, hey, Allison, it's Genevieve. Are you coming to class? I was like, what are you talking about? There's no Genevieve in any of my classes. And I was like, oh, this is for pole dancing. I attempted pole dancing one time when I lived in Boston. It was not for me. It's really hard. Yeah. You have to have a lot of upper body strength. And then there's the two types. One, the pole spins and one's the pole do not spin. Yeah. I've never done a class. I've only danced on the pole at Tim's bar in college. Oh, no. I did a class. It was fucking hard. I'd rather go run 20 miles. I just know that I thought I looked like a beautiful butterfly angel on this pole. Mm. I'm like, I am basically a gymnast. And then all of a sudden the next day, somebody showed me a video and the floor was so wet with beer that I just like slid and like face blasted (laughs) into the pole. I feel like I somewhere must have video evidence of Allison on the pole at Timothy's. Oh, yeah. Thing. Like people on their way to class on campus that I would barely know would be like, hey, I've got a video on of you on my phone from pole dancing. <laughs> like, OK, cool. Uh, and I did not speak in class. I was just so studious. Hmm. So that was a different side of me they saw. <laughs> but that was the list. So you pretty much literally did nothing. <laughs> No, but I did do stuff like, okay, here's the stuff that I did do. I was really determined to learn how to juggle before my 30th birthday in an attempt to be more desirable to men. Of all the things that you could have learned, you thought to yourself, juggling is it. Juggling is what is going to get me a man. Yeah. And everybody mocked me, but you know what? I made that TikTok and everybody comments saying the juggling is the selling point. I I mean, it could be sarcastic, (laughs) 
But I get that comment on the regular. Oh my god. I also learned how to make a stained glass window. That was a cool project that you did. Yeah, it looked really good. Did that with my dad. Um, I took up embroidery. Yes, you did lots of artsy things. I was in the kitchen a lot, trying out different cookie recipes, you know, so I did that kind of stuff. I also partook in a lot of uh, pandemic dating options. Not a lot, but like the options. As much as we could do. Yeah. So I haven't gone on a date in person, sadly. I do not actually remember the last time that I did. Yeah. It's been like quite a while. Disturbingly long. I don't even want to say it out loud because, I mean, it was already a while before the pandemic hit. I don't really know, honestly, for me. It's been a while. I probably know, but I'm just going to keep that one to myself. So because of the pandemic, we had to do some virtual dating. And the league is a dating app where they've got virtual dating. It's a happy hour. So it's like, I think it's 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. I don't know. What does that even matter? It doesn't. But it's Wednesday and Sunday. They've got a happy hour virtual date speed dating. So you hop on and you talk to these people three minutes a piece. And you get to talk to up to three people. And they don't oblige people to your age range or your location. So you're getting anyone and everyone. That doesn't make any sense. I don't think that there's a lot of people who hop on for the speed dating. So they're like, let me just find whoever could remotely work or just like anybody who has a pulse at this point. I mean, is it not that people don't hop on or is it that just the league doesn't approve anyone to be a part of this app? That's true. And also the fees are so expensive. So I don't pay for their premium. I have the free version. If I actually paid, I'd probably get more people in the area. Maybe. I do get some Chicago people though, but I remember there was one. He was like young, a little younger and he was all the way in Minnesota. And I was kind of like, do I really want to hop on this call? No, I didn't know how to hang up before because you can see your match and their age and their location prior to going on. It will like show up 30 seconds before loading the video so I'm like I don't know how to exit out or pass so I'll just hang up my phone so I like locked my phone and then all of a sudden I see the video icon on my phone that it's still going so I open it up and this man is like just looking at me oh my god so I thought I was horrifying video and I was on a virtual speed date and didn't even realize it that's similar to what I experienced when I called a man and he's just hanging out watching tv not responding at all i'm just like awkward peeping tom at this point (laughs) watching him he had no idea he was on video he probably did the same thing oh my god yeah i mean you're bolder than me i haven't done any like video dating yeah i mean i kind of was like "Eh, i think i would prefer to die alone than do this (sighs) yeah i i don't know it's like in theory it should be the same Like, why is going on a video date, like, really any different than meeting up with somebody that you don't know in person? It it should be the same level of, like, intimidation, but I don't know. I just can't get on board with it. Here's the thing. The speed dating made it better because it was, like, just three minutes. You knew that's all you had to commit to each person, and there were only three people. That I appreciated, although it wasn't, like, the best prospects in my area, and we were just, like, going outside my age range and all that. Although that was the case, it was pretty seamless, painless process. However, like a FaceTime date, 
That's horrific. That's that's the one where I was like, okay, do you really want to FaceTime this guy or would you be comfortable just dying alone? And I was like, mm, I think I'll die alone. But this guy kept harassing me for a FaceTime date. And in the beginning of quarantine, there were a lot of catfish. So he just kept asking me like, want to hop on a call now? Want to hop on a call now? So I was like, okay. He probably just wants to see my face real quick and just confirm I'm not a catfish. I get on a call with him and he's so awkward. We are on the phone for over an hour. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. And he's just talking about how he's living in this mansion in a country club. And he keeps just showing me like how big it is, which it was ginormous mansion. And he was irritated with me that I just wouldn't pick up the phone. I was in the middle of dinner and he's like, let's hop on a call now without any warning. And he was upset because he was in the pool and he thought it would have been funny if I FaceTimed him while he was in the pool so he could show me. So stuff like that. I'm like, okay, Chad. Oh, God. If it was that awkward, how in God's name did you stay on for an hour and not be like, hmm, gotta go, bye. I kept trying to hang up. I'm like, oh, you should go. He's like, yeah, I gotta get dinner. Or, oh, I'm like, my dad won't hang out with me at all. He's just like playing video games with my brother all day. And I'm like, you should go over there now and see if they want to hang out. You should go like get your dinner. You should go make food, like stuff like that. I'm like, you should leave. And then he's like, well, the kitchen closes at um nine and it's, 8.58 now. So is it okay if I hop off and order my food? And I'm like, wow, you were calling two minutes before the kitchen closes to order a bunch of meals. I'm like, that is so rude. So I never talked to him again. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go watch a movie now. He's like, okay, um, text me while you're watching your movie. So it's like we're experiencing it together. I'm like, okay, not gonna do that. Oh, for the love of God. Yeah. Like, no. I don't want to do that. That was my one and only FaceTime situation. I know. I keep thinking I need to just bite the bullet, but I don't know. I'm not convinced. Not convinced it's what I want. And I feel like (laughs) we're almost out of this. Like I am vaccinated. Like (laughs) maybe in person will resume soon. So maybe I won't ever have to do this. Well, I haven't done the virtual speed dating in forever, and I only did that a handful of times. I did the one FaceTime thing, which was horrific. Never want to do that again. But I am subjecting myself to a bunch of TikTok dates. I decided to make a Google Forms. I put it on my TikTok profile. I'm like, okay, we told the people that we will test out different ways of dating and let you know what works and what doesn't work. So when I posted, hey, want to date me and thousands of people started DMing me, I wasn't able to take it seriously because it was just, I was, it was overwhelming. So I decided to take a step back, regroup (laughs) and put, make a Google Forms for a dating application to date me because I guess I'm that full of myself. And I decided to take a more uh, head-on approach, and I posted that in my TikTok. I think uh, is it, I think it's like 400 applicants at this point. So we're going through them, and we are narrowing down the people. So I think I'm going to have some Zoom dates ahead of me, and I'm sure they'll be posted on TikTok. I'm so excited for this. I. I think I still am in disbelief on (laughs) the sheer number of people (laughs) that were interested in doing this with you. Like, absolutely hilarious. 
I know. Well, when I posted the actual application again, because I posted the first video saying, hey, if you want to date me, like hit me up over a month ago. So I thought that everybody would have kind of forgotten about it at this point. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to see it and be irritated, like, wow, this girl's full of herself. Or they're going to see it and be like, no, I only said I wanted to date you as a joke. So I'm like, either way, if it goes well, we'll be able to test this out, maybe like meet some cool people. And if it goes poorly and nobody responds or engages with the video at all, then I guess it's the world telling you you need some humble pie. (laughs) I just cannot wait, cannot wait for this. I'm here for it. I I'm absolutely thrilled that we're doing this on the list that people the submissions that people are doing I'm like okay can you share your social media handle so that I can get an idea of what you look like and then it let's say it's like Mike Smith that's his name and he's like just look me up on Facebook okay Mike Smith you think you're the only Mike Smith in the world there's like hundreds of you like even if you have a unique name there's probably multiple but I think my favorite person or group of people um, is the one that would not give you their email because he thought you're going to spam him. So many people thought I was going to spam them. And I'm like, with what? Like, what, what are we going to send you? <laughs> I think we've already established that we are not creeps. We have no desire to send well, you do- junk mail. I do feel like a creep. Like who who makes this, these kind of videos? <laughs> I mean, but you're just but, taking the videos. They applied. Like you put yourself, you threw yourself into the game. So like you need to take the repercussions, yeah. which it's not spam mail. It's like an actual email to get in contact with you. Yeah. I don't know what, like, do they think I've got like a bunch of Girl Scout troops that I'm going to hit them up being like, hey, it's cookie time. <laughs> No, we already established that you want all the thin mints for yourself. So you would not yeah. be um, soliciting not cookies be onto others. Yeah, no sharing. No. Sharing is not caring for Allison. But I'm hoping that after quarantine, we like after all of this kind of settles down, people are going to be getting off the apps. We're going to be just like having a ball. I think it's going to be buck wild, maybe a little too buck wild. But I'm hoping people step away from the dating apps because I'm very comfortable being single and I'm very independent and I enjoy the single life. But what I don't like is these apps and meeting people that way. I love going out to the bar and just meeting people organically in that kind of sense. But we'll see how TikTok goes. Maybe I'll find somebody. And like I said, my ass must be like the North Star because wise men are starting to follow it. Yeah, I'm jazzed for the bar scene to open back up. I mean, it kind of has in Nashville a little bit, but I just feel like you still have to sit at a table. Like you can't really get up and like get your own drinks. There's no dance floors. Like there's still really no meeting anyone. So I'm hopeful too that people start to get off the apps and start to meet people in person. But I don't know. I think some people are always just going to be a little wary of COVID, but I mean, that's to be expected. But I would just, I would like at least the dating scene to go back to normal. Some of it can remain the same. I would like to not put on makeup six days a week any longer. <laughs> I'm a little oh too comfortable gosh. not doing that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, I mean, until then, until things get back to normal, we'll just keep trying to explore these virtual dating options for you guys. I'm going to start having like virtual dates 
I'll probably post them on TikTok. I was also thinking there's just so many applicants and for some reason or another, it's not working out for me because a lot of people have animals and I uh, stupidly did not mention that I am very allergic when I said apply and I posted with a picture of me and my sister's dog because it was my mathlete photo. And I was so excited about the mathlete photo. I didn't even think wait, this is very misleading. The mathlete was misleading enough, but the dog part, I didn't even think about that. So people are like so nice though, that I'm like, who knows? Maybe we can like start showcasing men on TikTok, post them up for um, women to date, you know? Oh, that could be fun. We could promote the men. Yeah, I could have like Zoom them, not in a romantic sense, but meet with them. So like you, they can see how like the organic conversation is with the guy. And then mm. the women can be like, hey, this guy's a gem because they all are gems. It's just, A, I don't have the emotional capacity or the internet <laughs> bandwidth to date them all. And then B, I mean, I'm allergic to animals or for other reasons, it probably isn't going to be the right timing for us so why not you know see if there's a match for somebody else so we'll see oh I love that yeah I I think we I think that should be in the works yeah we'll see what we can do for you all I mean it's tough dating out there so why not just explore other options and if I can help a brother out or sister yeah or sister (laughs) maybe I'm not your lover but you know what maybe I can help you find love Maybe we'll just start our own uh, little matchmaking business on the side. Yeah, but for free. Yes. Unless yes. it blows up, then we'll then we'll start charging. <laughs> Thank God we have all these emails to solicit you with. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't even joke about that. They're gonna be like, <laughs> I'm joking. We're not going to send you any mail. But you're welcome to email us if you do want mail. <laughs> So we will keep you posted on our love ventures. I think I coined that word. Oh, I love it. Have you ever heard that before? A love venture? A love adventure. You know, we're trying, we're trying some new kind of risky, fun, adrenaline peaking things over here. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I think I think the hashtag, I think we should hashtag it and I, I think it will be trending. Yeah. But you guys can reach us at for the love of chad.podcast at gmail.com. If you have any podcast topic ideas, we've already started taking that from you guys. If you have any dating stories that you want to share, feel free to hit us up there. You can also follow us at for the love of chad underscore podcast on Instagram and just check out all the things to stay up to date. Any we've got hilarious memes and then subscribe and keep listening tell your friends write a review if you so wish but again it's been so great hanging out with you guys from the gals you didn't know you needed see you next week (laughs) talk to you later